0: Hi there, listeners. We are Mackenzie and Jamie, and we are the hosts of the Made to Be
1: Free podcast. We have conversations about pretty much everything, but we like to focus on holistic methods that will help you find real transformation and get further along on your journey to freedom.
0: We are so glad you're here. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Hi there, Jamie.
1: Well, good morning, Mackenzie. How are you today? I'm well. How about you? I'm doing great. How was your morning?
0: It was wonderful. I started my day with, I used to start my day with a big cup of coffee and now I've moved to mushroom coffee.
1: Okay. Tell me more. What is mushroom coffee? That sounds disgusting. Um,
0: It's actually delicious, but I think they do hide the mushroom flavor with some spices and it ends up being amazing.
1: Really? Okay. So now I might try it because I love mushrooms and things like, you know, ravioli and... Uh, you know, maybe on top of a steak or a cream <laughs> mushroom soup, but
0: the, it doesn't taste like that.
1: <laughs> it, it, uh, it sounds so weird. It's good. In the context of like tea or coffee. Yeah. Mushrooms are
0: so good for your brain. I, I feel like you hit a certain age and everything you put into your body, you want it to benefit something. Right. And I felt like coffee only benefited, benefited me for about 30 minutes. I love it. And then I was just done. It didn't do anything for me. So, but mushroom coffee, it, it helps nourish my brain. I think. At least that's what they said it was going to do. I
1: mean, you know, even if it works as a placebo, who cares? Yeah, exactly. Because that's the thing. I don't feel any smarter, but we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So what I, I typically have been doing is I start my morning with a cup of, uh, a big cup of water and then a cup of tea, mm-hmm. sitting on the couch, like chilling, like having some silence. And then I will do like not even a half a cup of regular coffee because I can't have a lot of caffeine. Yeah. Yeah. And but it's just enough to give me that like little jolt, a little jolt, just a little jolt. like
0: time to get up. Yep, Start and it your feels day. so
1: good. So that's good. I'm so on the, the
0: coffee train. Yeah, yeah, I do in the afternoon. Sometimes you know that little bit of slump. I'll have yep. half calf. You know, right, living on right. the edge. Oh, and yeah, I know You're dangerous, <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> and that might boost me. But I've actually replaced my afternoon half calf coffee with a B12 drink. Oh, fun! Yeah, and that kind of gives me the same nice. like boost of energy. So a little zap, a little zap for your so day. This is this is good stuff because we're actually talking about intentional living. This feels like examples of intentional living, it's true. right? When you've yep. really thought out mm-hmm. what you do and why it is that you do it during the day. So, yep. um, so I kind of wanted to kick that off. I tell me what your idea of what intentional living really is. And, you know, we're always trying to bring, bring people back to scripture and Jesus mm-hmm. and, you know, doing what God is telling us to do. So I love to discuss it in the context of that, but
1: to, what is intentional living to you? Well, I think that intentional living starts with purpose. Like what is your why for getting out of bed every day? Mm-hmm. If you don't have that, I'm sorry, you're just not going to live intentionally. It's going to be hard. It's going to, be yeah, you'll just literally stumble from the next thing to the next thing, which by the way, I have done many times sure, in my life. I've been there. But, It's just, it's just the truth. If you don't have the vision of what is in front of you, Mm -hmm. what do you, I mean, what are we doing? You know? And I think, um, in the context of scripture, we see example after example, after example, we see, I mean, Moses, you see him, uh, where his father-in-law comes to him and is like, um, you know, what you're doing is not good. You are, you know, you are worn out. Everybody's coming to you for you know, judgment mm-hmm. for advice, and we need to get some structure in here. And so in a way, he's teaching him how to be intentional with his ruling, yeah. with his helping That's the, good. You know, the children of Israel. Joseph, I mean, we'll talk about intentional living. Mm-hmm. Joseph is a really great example of planning for the future, of thinking through things, of yeah. having vision and foresight. And then Jesus, we know, um, I've talked, I think I've talked about it on this podcast, but I read, many years ago, read Essentialism, um, oh, that book, yes. and he yes, talks about that. how intentional jesus was with his schedule with how he where he went why he did things and and Mm -hmm. something it's like that that little nugget of truth that's hiding in the pages of scripture that we don't even really think about yeah well yeah how intentional he was yeah if
0: you see the pattern of his life and what Mm -hmm. he did and where he spent his time and yeah i love that about jesus Mm -hmm. and the way he lived his life and then he had these it's not like intentional is rigid Mm -mm. at all right Mm -hmm. and that's an element that i I want to make sure people understand that it's not about just making a plan and following it. Mm-hmm. It's Jesus was interruptible. We saw that yeah. people would come to him and like, but wait, what about this? And he was able to stop what he was doing and tend mm-hmm. to them. So, um, so yeah, I think that there's this, there's this, um, fine details of intentional living mm-hmm. that, that people probably maybe don't understand. So I want to kind of dig into that a little bit. So,
1: yeah. But, but even just with the example of Jesus, he did have the vision before him. He mm-hmm. did know where he was going, what he was doing. And yes. he, he always was on mission. So that's why he was interruptible, right? Because yeah. the Holy Spirit was guiding him. And like, yeah. no, this is something you need to pay mm-hmm. attention to. And I think we can, you know, sometimes we look at the life of Jesus and we say, okay, or, or even the, the heroes of the faith. And we say, okay, I'm going to pattern my life like that. While that's good and you can pattern your life, um, you also have to make sure that you have what they had which is the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Yes. So let's start there. Yeah. Don't try to do it on your own. Yeah, because it's not rules, yes, right? It's not rules. It's not
0: rules. They're not saying live exactly like me, but they are saying, you know, like Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ, right? Um, yeah. but he was obviously
1: led by the Holy Spirit. So Amen. So I'm curious for you, um, like what have what does this look like in your life? Um, Why would it be important to you personally, Mackenzie? And as you have practiced intentional living in the past and with whatever you're doing right now, how have you seen it change your life? I think it
0: helps me, I think it helps me align with a vision, right? I, when I haven't had a strong vision for my life, it's been very difficult Mm -hmm. to to be intentional because I've just allowed the world to kind of tell me what was important to me. That's good. And as a mom, there is just enough stuff to do during the day that's just taking care of the demands that are right mm. in front of you. Yeah. That will fill your entire day. Yes. And all of those things might be good, but if there's not the intention behind it, it's like, where are they going? Mm-hmm. So there's a temptation of maybe a small bad habit mm-hmm. just over time becomes destructive. Yeah. Right. So if you're not intentionally avoiding those certain things. So for me, intentional living is, is, equally about what you're not doing than what you are doing so
1: yeah I like that where you are looking at your life kind of from above and you're you're kind of examining Mm -hmm. I think it's important to examine our life and say okay which stuff it's kind of like that practice that we've done before what am I going to stop doing and what am I going to start doing I think that We I I used oh my goodness I used to look at that kind of those kind of practices and be like oh my word that's so dumb I literally (laughs) did I just was never that kind of person yeah I was like let's just live in the in the freedom of the moment like because I'm I am a (laughs) creative by nature and so I didn't like rules I didn't like boxes and Mm -hmm. and I have learned that you have the most freedom when you are working out of a set of intentional whether it's practices whether it's like examining your life and saying okay what needs to go and what needs to stay. Mm-hmm. Um one of the things that was super helpful for me um many years ago was when I did the book study by Lisa Turker's called The Best Yes. Oh yes. And I was amazed at how many things I had in my life that I really needed to trim. Um, and that book taught me how to protect my time how to create healthy boundaries and she's only the best thing for me. And okay, let me be honest. I am not perfect at this. I think I read that book probably 10 years ago and or maybe even more. I don't even know, man, I don't know when it came out, but, um, I, I, it, it's this ebb and flow. So I'll, I'll find myself in these really busy seasons where I have gotten out of that yeah. habit and I'm like, Whoa, pull it back. But I go back continually to those principles yeah, of, Okay. What needs to go? What needs to stay? And I think one of the things that's been hard for me, I'll just be really vulnerable with this is that I, I feel you, you know, this about me, I'd like to button things up really beautifully so, and finish them out. Well, yes, and so what, I love that about you, but, but let me tell you what happens. <laughs> so when you're in, when you accidentally get in too much, mm-hmm. then you, then you don't know how to button it up well. Oh yeah. And, and sometimes you can't, you can't. And it's so, then I, then I live, I'm tempted to live with the guilt and shame of, Oh, I let this person down oh, or yeah. I did this or I did oh, that. Boy. I, and, and I, you, you can't because honestly life is one big assignment mm-hmm. of learning. Just lots of learning. Yeah. Just lots of learning. Lots of, Oh yeah. Um, okay. I won't do that way again. I learned that now. Yeah. You
0: know. I love what you said about buttoning things up. And it totally reminds me of an element of intentional living that I've had to put into my own life in that everything is in a cycle. Mm -hmm. And the things we do with our kids, our house, our spouse, our friends, just seasonally in our house, holidays, whatever, everything has a cycle and not all the cycles are going to be on point at, at, at once. Right. So it's like, not everything is going to be done in your life at Mm -hmm. once, even though that is a beautiful feeling. Can we just indulge in that in a moment and think about what that feels like when our house is clean, our laundry is done. We had a good day with our kids. Our spouse isn't annoying us. We uh, we, have the perfect day. We have a meal plan. Okay, those are just these. I mean, sometimes that happens. Sometimes all everything aligns just beautifully. But to live a life with that expectation will lead to disappointment. And you will you will probably try to align yourself with something that intended on being intentional, but became legalistic. Mm -hmm. So
1: absolutely. That's really good.
0: So I have, I'm wondering, um, now that we're kind of on the the subject of doing, mm-hmm. what is, um, t- tell me about, let's talk about pro- productivity a little bit. Okay. Because sometimes I think that we are doing in life becomes like this goal of this big productive thing. How do we infuse intentionality into being productive in our life? Because we need to be productive in our life. Mm-hmm. And what does productivity look like in the scriptures, so that we can always be mirroring back to that when we're creating this intentionality in our life?
1: Oh, what does productivity look like in the in the scripture? Yeah, I'd have to like really think about that one. Um, obviously, we mentioned like the you know how we can look at the the heroes of the faith and see kind of what they did, and then you know there's that uh, lovely proverbs thirty one oh yeah lady that we, we yeah. like sometimes and we
0: yeah, yeah. sometimes we don't <laughs> but
1: but we're not you know there's there's a disagreement on what is that like one person is it talking about multiple people is mm-hmm. it talking like there's this so, talking about her entire life exactly and not just one season exactly and yeah. did she have a nanny and did she have a maid and mm-hmm. do you know what I mean like yeah. I mean let's be who is this woman because clearly she's a businesswoman because she's like going out and and considering a field and buying it. And yeah. All, she's very productive. And who knows if that was when her children were grown and right. out of the house. Who knows? Yeah. So I think it to to put our ourselves up against the Bible, um, and say, Oh, I, I'm not doing it right. Well well, that's not really the point of the Bible. Like to be mm-hmm. like, Oh man, every single little thing that I see in there, I'm not doing exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, because for one thing, I mean, there's parts of the Bible that are descriptive and there's part that parts that are prescriptive. Mm. We talk, I talk to my kids about that a lot. It's like some things are just, you know, they're describing something They're It's, it's history. It's this, it's that, you know, it's like, and then other things are like, okay, love God, love, love each other. Um, that is something, yes, we are all always wanting to have our top priority. And so I think, yeah, when, when you look at it through the lens of that, Am I loving God and am I loving my neighbor Mm. with intentionality? Oh, now that, that, now you've hit a gold mine. Mm -hmm. And, and you're going and looking at your entire life with that lens. I think is 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 probably the more helpful thing rather than looking at the entirety of the Bible and being like, okay, I'm gonna look at Paul and John and I'm gonna look at yeah. Joseph and Moses <laughs> and the Proverbs 31 lady and Esther and okay, wait, I have to be all of them. Yes. Oh my word! No, please That's don't do that. That's not what we're trying to say. No, it's like what are the principles that kind of spread yes. themselves through? Yes, the entire and, word. And of God? ultimately, like
0: intentional. First of all, intentional living is really tied back to obedience Mm -hmm. and if we're looking at specifically what we're to be obedient for is what God said what Jesus said what you just said love your God love your neighbor and then the last bit which I think is probably a hard thing for people to understand with intentional living is loving yourself Mm -hmm. so how do we how do we get into loving ourselves you know I think we've we really confused ourselves with the idea of self-care right Mm -hmm. um yeah i'm curious yeah that's that's a that's a hot button topic it is yeah and i i think we've talked about this before because there is a lot of discernment in self-care because it is it is a commandment to Mm -hmm. love yourself right he also says don't hold yourself above others he also Mm -hmm. says you know whatever you do for the least of these and you know, we are to look after the widows and the orphans and things like that. So we know that a lot of our life is out, outward, right? And loving others. So what does it really look like um, in the context of intentional living to love ourselves? Mm -hmm. So how do we know? What do you
1: want to know about that? About self-care? What do I want (laughs) to know about self-care? I want to know how to do it really, really well. That's what I want to know. And how to do it the way Jesus would do it. I mean, I seriously, um, because what I, what I notice is when you start to research self-care and all of that, and even just this whole idea of intentional living, you kind of get two extremes. I don't know if you've noticed that, but you yeah. get the extremes of like, Oh, it's bad. Like, no, yeah. Like in, especially in the Christian world. You know, we got to put people above us. We got to like, mm-hmm. we got to be servants. We got to be this. We got to be that. And then you have the other extreme mm-hmm. that's like, no, you have to put yourself first. You have to like, oh no. Like if you like almost kind of like an inward looking thing where you're mm-hmm. always looking in, 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 in. Yeah. And then it's like, that's not healthy either. No. So uh, how is there this balance? Things can actually be both and guys. Like it yes. doesn't have to be this black and white, like extreme. Uh, it can be like, okay, some days um being intentional means that you are actually putting in practices that are going to make your body, mind, soul mm-hmm. healthy. Yes. So that the next day you have the strength to go love people, including your family, really really well. Yeah. That those mm-hmm. both you, those don't have to be in opposition to each no. other. No, I think it's
0: it's hard to to think we have to wait to somehow feel full before we can serve others. But we can actually be in the process of filling yeah. and serving others at the same time, especially right. our family, because they're like I said, they're they're right in front of us. Mm-hmm. Right. We're going mm-hmm. to tend to them no matter mm-hmm. how we feel. So why not feel yeah. like you're tending to yourself,
1: too? Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and the joy of the Lord is our strength. Like remembering that, that mm-hmm. on those days where we maybe haven't had been able to to prioritize self-care, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean we get a pass. That mean, I mean, I, I used to think it did like, um, but. I, I now know like, no, I don't get a pass. It doesn't mean I have to live perfectly, but if my family is driving me crazy and I haven't had enough time, um, to protect my own, you know, mental health and all that kind of stuff, it doesn't mean that I can't then tap into the Holy spirit and say, yeah. please help me control my yeah. tongue. Please help me control my attitude. Yeah. Like, like, like I need you really bad right now. Like my, yeah, my body and my mind are not doing so well right yeah. now, but in my soul, I know yeah. that I have the Holy Spirit within yes. me. And so please yeah. guard my tongue and guard my That's attitude. So I am not perfect at this. Oh my goodness. I am so not perfect at this, but I'm telling you it's something I am trying to intentionally yeah. change in my life. Where, That's really good. Yeah. I, and it, you almost remove the excuse of like, you have no excuses
0: to no. behave in a, you know, in an unloving or unchristian like manner mm-hmm. toward your people mm-hmm. because you haven't had enough
1: for yourself. It's right. Laughable. Yeah, I mean, it is look what Jesus did. I mean that, you know, we talked about the context of scripture yeah. just look at his life and he just was constantly pouring himself out. Now, did he take those times to, to go away? Mm-hmm. And he still, yes, he did. Absolutely. He, Jesus mm-hmm. demonstrated. Yeah. If you want to call it self care, that's yeah. what he demonstrated. Mm-hmm. But man, yeah. it was in the context of constantly yes. giving of himself.
0: Well, and I think Jesus, you know, When I think of how you said holding your tongue and I'm like, oh boy, that made me like sweat a little bit when you said that. Well, me too. It's just, especially when we're in the moments of frustration and all this stuff. But Jesus did not hold back. He spoke very boldly and in the truth, but he was reminding them. He was imploring them Mm -hmm. and he was encouraging them. To do the right thing. Right. right? To do the, the, the thing that they were made to do. right? Yeah, he wasn't degrading them. He wasn't degrading yeah. them. He wasn't yeah. acting out of frustration. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. So we're not saying, oh, just be this like calm, mild, meek person who never who never not. speaks anything but positivity. <laughs> no, the truth is in you and you yes. have the power to say it and you have the power to live it and you have the power to, to tell other people about it. So speak the truth boldly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, it's that's good yeah good
1: so I'm curious Mackenzie what are some things that you've done in your life to create intentionality and because I mean we all have these busy lives Mm -hmm. and I know everybody we're talking to right now they have a busy life yes so what are some things that work for you personally even if like nobody else around you is doing it Mm -hmm. like what yeah what works for
0: you I have certain things that I put in my life and it is seasonal because mm-hmm. I will yep. do certain things differently throughout the For year. Sure. This time of year, mm-hmm. I have to be very intentional about what I do with my mind and my mm-hmm. thoughts because mm-hmm. the wintertime I can, yeah. I can dip a little bit yep. and around the holidays, I have to be very intentional about, um, keeping our family traditions. Like mm-hmm. one of my values is just that I give my kids a beautiful childhood, that they yeah. can look back, you know, did their childhood did not start beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I want them to look back and see this transformation mm-hmm. and say, you know what, but That's Jesus beautiful. did this, yeah. right? So this time of year, we have beautiful December traditions that we do around Christmas and Advent and all mm-hmm. of that. Um, and it can look like busyness. So sure. I really try, a few months ago, I kind of came up with this idea in my mind. It's like, we're in this fast world. We're gonna, there's some things are just gonna be moving fast in this mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. But how do I live fast and slow at the same time? Mm -hmm. Because I look at this whole idea of slow living and I, it's kind of like I crave it. Like, oh, I need that, Mm -hmm. right? Rather than changing my entire life or being discontent with my, Mm -hmm. my full and busy life. It's like, how do I, how do I add these elements of slowness in here? And it's like absolutely being, being non-negotiable about sitting down to the dinner table as a family at least three nights a week. Everybody knows it's on the calendar. If it's family mm-hmm. dinner, there's no like, can I stay at my friends? Sure. I don't want to eat right now. Nothing. Mm-hmm. It's non-negotiable. Yeah. So they understand that that's important so to mom. Yep. And that's how we kind of create yep. the slowness in our life. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just add elements here and there and try not to worry so much about making these big, bold changes mm-hmm. when it's just kind of unrealistic to think that that's going to be possible in this time, you know? Yeah. So sometimes it's just little, little choices.
1: And I think it's good too, to remember that, um, we don't have control over everybody in our lives. I mean, I mean, as moms, we can put these like parameters on oh, sure. you know, as parents, but mm-hmm. I'm saying like, in there's times where I've had to learn, okay, so I'm going to order my life no matter what else anybody yeah. does, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm going to be re- whatever I'm responsible for. That's what I'm going to do. And the rest of my family, you know, they, especially as they get older, right? Mm-hmm. And they start having jobs and they say, like, I'm in a season of like, now they're starting to, you're launching. More, like, yeah. Yes. Launching kids. Oh, the launching season. And so it's like, okay, I can't anymore have three to four nights a week uh-huh. where everyone's around the table. Yeah. That's hard on me, Mackenzie. And, I bet. I, but it is a value of our family. So that's is one of the habits that we do. Mm-hmm. And so what I've learned to do now is, okay, on the nights I can, I am still providing that dinner and we, whoever is there, Ooh. we are sitting down. Oh, I love that. And so that has been a different, that's been a shift of intentionality in my mind where it was for, us like, I was like just striving to make sure, mm-hmm. how do we, how do we figure this out? And now it's like, I just try to do it almost as every night if I can, yeah. it doesn't always work that way, but Whoever's there, whoever's there, we are going to sit yeah. around the table and we're going to have family dinner. So I think, you know, you have to remember that your kids and the people around you, their testimony is their testimony. Yeah. Like they are going to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do your best to influence. Yeah. And then at some point they're going to make their own decisions. Yeah. And um, the sooner you realize that and let go of that control. Oh, yeah goodness, the better for your mental health that's so I good learning that in this season so yeah
0: we yeah. don't and I think this is an important element of marriage is that we actually don't need much from our spouse to live an intentional life of yes. obedience yes you know we don't we've already yeah. been given everything yep. we needed with a full to have a full life in yep. Christ we right have. we've yep. been given that so if it's somehow if your if your intentional living is causing strife in your marriage ask if what you're trying to do is actually being obedient.
1: Yeah, That's really good. That's really good because you might be, I think, I think, and I'm saying this as somebody who's struggled with this. So I want, I am not throwing stones at anyone yeah. when I say this guys, but there we can, we can seek this kind of perf- perfect little family life and mm-hmm. this perfect little marriage and what are in our minds is something. And so we're working towards what we think that should be. And we actually have gotten our eyes off the prize. Mm. (laughs) We've gotten Mm. like, oh, actually, this is more about what makes me feel good. Yes. It's not about really about intentional living. Yeah. And I'm trying to control the outcomes here. That's very different. That's different. And I've done that many times in my life. Mm -hmm. And then you just leave feeling really disappointed. You know, whatever the situation is, you're like, man, that didn't turn out. Or that you somehow failed. Or yes, or that you failed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not working or something. That's actually a good point because I'd love to hear from you about when you've added elements of intentional living, like you made a beautiful example of just how you kind of had to pivot something Mm -hmm. and make it work. And, you know, you're a spirit led woman. So we have to imagine that the Holy Spirit was directing you in that, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you know what are some, what is some evidence in the things that you've put into your life? that you know, it's not working mm-hmm. or just that something needs to be pivot or shifted or something. Um, and how do you know that it is working? What's the evidence we see in our life?
1: I, for me, it's been when I can see the, like, I would say the fingerprints of the Holy Spirit on pretty much mm. every interaction I'm having, then I'm like, okay, I've got Things Mm. uh, and it's not even like, oh, I did that. It's like, I know the Holy Spirit did that. I know Mm. there's no, there's no question. Um, Because I mean, there's, let's be honest. We can put every single habit in, in place and have, you know, kind of this life that looks so pretty on paper and we follow it to the T. But if we do not have the fruit of the Holy Spirit in our lives, there will come a situation. There will always come situations. Mm -hmm that will just dis- disrupt that. And then what, what's our reaction? Yeah. And I'm telling you from experience, I don't, I don't like that. I don't yeah. like it. And I've had to learn flexibility in my life. Um, for sure. So I think, um, what I am trying to do currently, and this is kind of, this has been a new thing for me, which is going to sound funny because I've, I've been a disciple for many 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 years and I have lived in the church for many many years but trying to see my entire life as making disciples yes like I love that you said that it's that is the bottom mm-hmm. line so if that if that's not happening yeah uh, guys yeah. we have to ask ourselves what am I, I what am I doing wrong yeah. like because that's what all of us that have was been are last... to do
0: Yes. It's the last thing Jesus told us to do. I, yeah. I agree. And I think we've, we've lived our life together under this idea that yeah. we're making disciples. Yeah. Right. And, and I think some elements where this all ties together with intentional living is discipleship really is about multiplying. Yeah. You really are kind yes. of multiplying yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just talking about this in in a, in, under a different context, but it's almost like imparting a little bit of the DNA that Jesus gave you yeah, and this life, this mm-hmm. evidence of the Holy Spirit in your life. And you're like, here, take this thing and go become your own. Right. Mm-hmm. It, then they're going to go and they're going to do their own thing. But I'm constantly asking myself if I'm multiplying, my, multiplying myself onto others, mm-hmm. what am I copying? Yeah. What oh. am I like, what is repeating? And That's is that really a good, good thing or yep. is it a bad thing? Yes. Am I repeating my, anxious thoughts Mm -hmm. onto those who are Mm -hmm. following Mm -hmm. listening to me watching my every move and first and foremost if you're a mom you're a disciple maker you you don't have to look outside your house and say like i'm not discipling anybody you absolutely are you're discipling the people inside your home now i believe that the holy spirit will point you to those outside your house too because i i believe that he has that Mm -hmm. plan for others but I don't want anybody hearing this saying, oh, I'm not disciplining. Everybody has influence. Every you have influence. Person. People are looking to you. They're kind of adopting mm-hmm. your, your beliefs and your thoughts and th- kind of trying them out for themselves. And they're going to, yeah. they're going to go on and they're going to get filled with the Holy Spirit and they're going to move forward. But what are, what are they taking from you? Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. If mm-hmm. it, if it multiplied a hundred times, where would we be? Yeah. Right? It's a sobering
1: thought. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, like, just look at babies when, when they're, when, they're born, they, they begin, they learn how to do things because by observing and then by copying yeah. and practicing it over and over. That's how they learn to talk. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, so there's, there's that, that pattern continues throughout our entire life. Yes. And we all know we, you know, why, why do we, why, why is celebrity a thing? Like the, the whole mm. idea of celebrity, it's what it is. I mean, I mean, good grief. Like there's experts out there that could tell you, like there's actually books written about this whole idea and they're they're fascinating. But is you look at that person and you are inspired and you see something in them that you want to be like. And so it's really not a surprise that people look up to other people and then want to copy what they're doing. Yes. Literally we do that since birth Mm -hmm. and that's, that's, that's okay but the question is who are the people you're looking up to and copying what they're doing yes and are they in alignment with the holy spirit and are you ultimately uh looking at them under the with the idea that they are not perfect they will fail you yes <laughs> and god is the only one who never will so there's this there's this whole like holistic way of looking mm-hmm. at people that are influencing you yes and so i think um when you do, like there's people I watch, I currently watch from afar and I notice things in their life and I say to myself, there's something about that I like. I'm going to try that on for size and see if this, if this is a good thing for me mm-hmm. in walking forward. Yes. Sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. Yes. But as long as it's not in competition or yeah, with, with what God has called me to, mm-hmm. to do on this earth. And then there's nothing harmful in it, you know? So, um, I think, um, it's just part of being human and part of living intentionally. First of all, as Christ followers is to look, okay, how am I making disciples? And what is Jesus telling me to do right now? But then all these other, these other just human things, mm-hmm. they're great. Like there's people like they, they talk about, you can't hack your life, but yeah, you kind of can, like yeah. there's things you can try. Yeah that will make you a better person Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Like don't, don't like be like, um, that's (laughs) the nonconformist in the room. I am, I am one of them, but I'm learning that sometimes it's okay to take advice from somebody. Absolutely. (laughs) I know if it's working for somebody, try it.
0: Yeah. Try it. Yeah. Look at the, if it's working in their life and producing fruit, you know, why not go ahead and give it a
1: shot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do we want to share some practical things really quick? Some things that would just be kind of round out this conversation. I mean, sure. we've talked kind of like on a higher level, but like, just kind of like, mm-hmm. okay, what, what are the, what are the things that we do? We both mentioned we start with like, you know, something in our day. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really helpful. It kind of sets the tone for the day. Yes. Um, the, I mentioned why I like, I, I love to do daily time in God's word, silence and solitude to start. doesn't always happen every single morning, yeah. but I definitely attempt to do that. Um, I think, there's, there's something that helped me, um, a while ago that I do, I do want to share. Um, several years ago, I started putting in this practice of my morning and evening skincare routine mm. and just, and I try to never miss it yeah. because it sets like, it's so interesting, but I, I learned this idea of, um, I think they call it habit stacking. Yeah. Where you, um, you kind of have these habits that you do together and you end up becoming more efficient in, in the way that you do them. And so there, there's literally a, a way I get ready in the morning and a way I get ready in the evening yeah. that I stack the things mm-hmm. and it makes it go quicker. And I, I do it without thinking. Yeah. And so it makes me more efficient in getting prepared for the yeah. day. And so I, that really helped me. Like I, cause I was kind of like scattered before And, and it's, and I'm not like OCD about it. I'm not like, oh, if it goes out of order, oh my goodness, my life is, oh, it's no, 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 I I don't want to make somebody think Mm -hmm. you have to do it that way. No, I'm just saying like, it helps me Mm -hmm. just with the order of the morning and the evening. And even, um, I don't do this perfectly, but I like to set the, the -hmm. house before I go to bed, reset it kind of Mm -hmm. a little bit so that in the morning I am more efficient Mm -hmm. to get on with my day. Those are just some funny, like little basic things um, intentionally that I do. Yeah, I do similar,
0: you know, I have the things that I do around my house and for myself mm-hmm. and um, once a week I'm pretty intentional about like a full reset because mm-hmm. I feel like the, the day-to-day little resets kind of, it's not like exactly the way that I want it, right. you know, it's yes. but I've stopped putting so much pressure on the day-to-day oh, if I can yes. just… Once a week reset, and I kind of do it for myself. I mm-hmm. scrub my bathroom, do my laundry, do mm-hmm. my my head to toe yep. body care, like the weekly thing. That's really that's you know? good. Yeah, and I do it all in the same day, kind of stack it together, mm-hmm. so that I know at least. And I always do it Sunday night. Yep. So it's like I'm I'm you know ready for the week. I'm exfoliated, <laughs> <laughs> and I have clean laundry. My Teeth
1: are flossed. My teeth. are, I <laughs> have a clean bathroom. <laughs> a
0: clean bathroom. And I feel like kind of no matter what happens that week, it's I've just got these basics and I don't feel like I'm personally falling apart and I don't feel like there's something about my kitchen and my bathrooms that I get, if I go over a week without a deep scrub, I feel
1: like my life is falling apart. Isn't that (laughs) funny? Those things that like we all have those things. Uh It's like, yeah, that one will do it. That That would put me over the edge. And I don't even know why, but it will. And our living areas are
0: such living areas. Like we have a a kitchen into a living, into a dining, Mm -hmm. big open space. And we live there. (laughs) Like my family, I don't, like it when my kids go isolate in their room. And mm-hmm. they, they don't really ever do it. It never became a habit. Yeah. And the, the sometimes that they do, I just check in with them. Sure. You know, and figure out why it is that they want to be just in their room. You know, try not to yeah. make a big deal about it. But I want us all together as much as possible. Yeah. And, I, and it's not just a selfish thing. Because let me tell you, sometimes I would really <laughs> like all of my kids to go to their rooms and just be quiet for a while. H. But in these times that we're together, it's like this yeah. This is a, such a short season of life. It is. You know? And it I is. want... All I have to give them okay. is like myself, yes. you know, just pour as much as I possibly can into them okay. and they can see me in all different states and know that I care yeah. deeply about being around them and I genuinely enjoy them as humans, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I, I let go of the messiness of our living areas cause we're living there. Yeah. It does bother me sometimes. Yes. Yeah. But, um, but let it be a lived in space. Let it be a yeah. lived in space. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Place. And yeah. That is intentional because yes. yep. I can remind myself as I start to get a little like mm-hmm. anxious and oh my like, gosh, it's so messy. And I'm like, nope, you've chosen yep. to be intentional about being with your family in this yep. space. Yep. And do you want your kids to remember hanging mm-hmm. out in the living room and having hot cocoa and at, by the fire watching movies together mm-hmm. and then everyone just kind of casually going to bed? Or do you want them to remember the mom right. that's barking at them exactly. to get it all cleaned up, you yep. know? And yep. sometimes I am that mom. Oh, but me too. You know, me too. So it's like it, but it is intentional. So elements of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, with my relationships, Mm -hmm. I try to be intentional with my, um, with whoever is in front of me. Yeah. I'm a classic introvert and I'm one of those friends. I saw this meme and it was really funny and it was like, you know, you need a kidney, kidney. Great. You know, you want me to pray the devil off of you? I'm there. You want me to help you bury a body? Like you call me, right? But you may not hear from me for a month. (laughs)
1: are the same person yeah
0: (laughs) so i'm like i'm not very good intentionally about keeping in touch with all my people all the time but i have promised Mm -hmm. i have promised the lord that when i have someone in my presence Mm -hmm. i will i will be hospitable to them and make them feel good yeah you know give them a little joy use my Mm -hmm. humor to make them laugh a little bit maybe yep encourage them help them see something in themselves that they're not seeing Mm -hmm. remind them of who jesus is Mm -hmm. you know Something like that. So that's also something very intentional that I do. Yeah. Um, that's just kind of as needed.
1: Yeah. I love that. That's very cool. It's been fun to have like a little peek into each other's lives. And I, I do want to just say as we end today that just to challenge you to slow down the process of whatever mm-hmm. you're doing. Whatever you're doing, if, it could be cooking, it could be baking, it could be washing dishes, it could be wiping a snotty nose, it could be whatever. <laughs> Take time, slow that process down and go, okay, in this moment right now, Mm -hmm. how am I finding joy? How am I finding peace? How am I finding what I need? And, and with those people that I'm in the Mm -hmm. room with, am I, am I looking them in the eye Mm -hmm. and am I pausing and, and just being present Mm -hmm. that we definitely see? The example of jesus with that mm-hmm. so let's yeah let's kind of work towards that Work toward it yeah, yeah and we won't be perfect and oh, it's okay
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good <laughs> thanks
1: for joining us today if you've enjoyed this podcast would you consider leaving us a review and sharing this with your friends come hang out with us on instagram you can find the link in the show notes